Skyview Bobcats are victorious 49-21 as they defeat the Dixie Flyers here in the semifinals of the 4A semifinals. And John Newbold, Rex Davis here with you. And our stat man, Adam Sherwood, Diana Young, our producer back in studio. But Rex, the big story was Skyview coming out in the second half and outscoring Dixie 28 to nothing in that second half to get the 49-21 victory. Yeah, I absolutely didn't see that thing coming. I thought no. this was going to be a shootout at the end. I, I kind of thought maybe whoever has the ball last that's is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when we talked about it at halftime, that's exactly what you said. I've been proven wrong a couple times in this game, and they've both gone in Skyview's favor. So uh, I, I'm glad that it went that direction. I didn't think they would be able to finish the game rushing the ball like they did, but they came out here. It was false lev. It was Collins. It was Carlson. It didn't matter who it was carrying the ball. They were out there, and they were running hard, and they were they were out there doing their job. So I'm really impressed by this total team effort of Skyview. Uh, every, every facet of the game, they, they came out here and handled business. Well, we're here on the post-game show, Rex, and we got the uh, bread and butter, old gristmill bread and butter play of the game. We never identified that. No. But what uh, of all the plays that you remember, what are you what are you thinking should be? A, uh, I mean, there was the trick play. Uh, that's kind of where I was leaning. You know, that's kind of what stands out to me. Um, there's the interception. There was, uh, I mean, there were so many different plays. But I would say probably the trick play of uh, Case and Carlson tossing it out to false lev and then false lev throwing it to scout morris i yeah. think that's what stands out to me i think it was a 50 yard pass play or so yeah 47 so. yard pr- pass okay. play and that was the bread and butter play of the game that was in the first quarter as skyview was driving down the field it was the seventh play of the drive as dixie had scored on their first drive and then skyview got it back and that led to a nine yard rushing touchdown but so if you listen to the full court press on 106.9 fm uh the fan from four to six on monday and when eric franson and ajay salveson ask for the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game you can win four loaves of bread if you call in and say that the bread and butter play of the game was the false loaf trick play. Like Carlson pitched to false loaf and then false loaf threw the pass to Morris for 47 yards. If you can identify that play in the first quarter, then that will get you four loaves of bread from the Old Grist Mill. Of course, Old Grist Mill is simple, wholesome bread that you are going to love. And they have lunches, bagels, sandwiches, soups, and ice cream. They're located in Brigham City, Ogden and coming soon in Smithfield. So that's the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game. And for the player of the game, we we got confirmation from Alta Bank, formerly known as Lewiston State Bank. They're the sponsor of our player of the game, and th- we're going to give it to Falsluff, even though yeah. it's two weeks in a row, because we, he absolutely sealed the game for the Bobcats. We, we have to give it to Mason Falsluff. Rushing the ball tonight, Mason Falsluff, seven carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. He had a 51-yarder as his long. Uh, passing the ball tonight, Mason Falsluff went two of two, 63 yards and a touchdown. And then receiving the ball, he had four catches, 60 yards, and one his longest uh, receiving was 40 yards. So I, I don't know how you can't give the player of the game to a kid that uh, had 118 rushing, 
63 passing and uh, 60 receiving. So it, it's just it's too hard to not give it to him. He's just such an impact player. He's a next-level player, and he's absolutely the reason why the Skyview Bobcats are moving on to the state championship game. Yeah, and he had an interception there in the first half. I mean, other <laughs> other players, if we could give yeah. it to everyone, we could give it to the offensive line because right. even though Skyview couldn't establish a run, what they did – for passing, Carlson really, there was only one time where the blitz came up the middle yeah. untouched. Other than that, he had plenty of time to throw the rock around. And that's what I was just going to say to your point, John. Skyview's offensive line did not give up a single sack in this game. And you are talking really, really good defensive linemen and linebackers for Dixie. They were averaging, they had like six sacks a game yeah. is what they were averaging. Yeah, and and they, they weren't able to even get their hands on Carlson tonight. So big shout out to that offensive line as well as the defensive line for absolutely controlling the line of scrimmage in the second half. It, Dixie couldn't get the ball going on the ground game at all in the second half. Yeah, and that was one of the keys that Coach Hal talked about in the pregame, or at least gave us, was to limit quarterback scramble plays. That was his second key, and they did that. And then win the turnover battle, they did that as well. Yeah, and and one thing I was just thinking about as you were mentioning the keys and how they were able to do them, uh, the championship's going to be Park City and Sky view and no matter what somebody's walking away with their first ever championship in that game now that now that Dixie's been eliminated so that's going to be a great matchup and and like we were saying there's revenge on the mind of every Bobcat faithful because they know exactly who knocked them out of the playoffs last year and it was Park City and Park City's coming into this thing rolling they are on an absolute roll an absolute tear and Park City is a good team they're probably about as good as this Dixie team we just faced well they're undefeated on the season um, and uh, Dixie only had two losses on the season previous, and in those two losses, they only lost by one yeah. in each of those games. Right. So Park City will be undefeated, 12 and 0 heading into this game. I believe they'll be 12 and 0 heading into the championship game. They and if you go by the Des News and the RPI rankings, the whole season it was Skyview and Park City yeah. one and two most of the season, and so. Park City will be, oh my goodness, I was just thinking, in the championship game, Skyview will be wearing white jerseys oh, because they're the, two, they're the two seed. <laughs> thank I am so happy about I don't that. Know. But I, and this, this kind of shows you, you know, this may kind of reaffirm that the RPI may be the right system. I mean, you have number one playing against number two for the state championship. This is Goliath versus Goliath, to take a quote from Coach Whittingham here at University of Utah. This isn't David versus Goliath. This is Goliath versus Goliath that we're going to be seeing next week. And uh, what a great matchup it will be between the Miners and the Bobcats. Well, here's an incredible stat for you. There's a bunch popping off the final stats, but average per rush for Dixie, a team that came in averaging more than five yards a carry easily, only averaged 3.6 yards per carry. Skyview, we talked about it all, all game. They averaged almost nine yards a carry. Yeah. And, and then the third down conversion, I'm going to try to see that. Skyview had 408 yards to 354 for Dixie. Um, let's see, third down conversions. There it is, third down conversions. Remember at the half where Dixie was like 4 of 5 yeah. on third down and conversion? They end the game 7 of 14. Skyview, 4 of 8. That's huge, too. In that first half, the Skyview defense couldn't get off the field on third down. Yeah. They'd have a third and 22, and they'd convert it. Well, and also one other thing to look at, like it, time of possession, Dixie had the ball more, 30 minutes to Skyview 17. But phenomenal job by Skyview. No sacks given up. They get three credited to themselves. 
Again, Erickson didn't miss, but a great job as the Skyview Bobcats in the second half. Blank uh, Dixie, 28 to nothing. Rex, any final thoughts before we sign off tonight? I just want to give a shout-out to this, this Skyview team, these Skyview fans. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us all season long on 106.9 The Fan. Uh, you know, Coach Howell mentioned it last week. There's not a lot of high school teams that have a radio team dedicated to them, and we're very lucky to be a part of that, mm-hmm. able to bring this game to people. I, I've been a part of high school football for a while now, but I've never been a part of a culture where people are waiting for us outside the stands telling us, good job calling the game last night. Yeah. So it's uh Skyview's awesome. I'm looking so forward to being a part of this uh this thing you've been waiting for a long time here and it's a state championship game for the Skyview Bobcats. Well, and and we're going to toot the horn of the Cash Valley Media Group, so congratulations to them. I mean, cuz like you mentioned, not a lot of people when we go to different schools around the the valley and around the state, they're like amazed that that they have a radio broadcast, but that goes for all the valley schools in region 11. Right. And then the Cash Valley Media Group, a lot of credit goes to Kent Franson, Eric Franson, Ryan Franson and and those who make it happen to allow us to do this and we will always want to thank Diana Young our uh, producer back in studio. She keeps us on the air all the time, football and basketball and does a phenomenal job back in studio. I want to thank Adam Sherwood for keeping stats for us, and then for Rex Davis and myself, John Newbold. The Skyview Bobcats are in the championship game next week and can get their first state championship in school history. It's a long time coming. Can they get it done? But it's against the Park City Miners. So we'll be on the air next Friday around 10.45 a.m. So get your your uh, favorite beverage in the morning and get ready to roll because at 11 11 a.m. we'll have kickoff from Rice-Eccles Stadium for the state championship, the Skyview Bobcats and the Park City Miners. So tonight, have a great night, everybody. The final here from the semifinal game was 49-21 Skyview defeating Dixie. Have a great weekend, everybody, and stay tuned here on The Fan because your opportunity to listen to college football tomorrow morning, and then you've got uh, NFL football here on The Fan. That's coming up on Sunday. But thanks for listening, and we'll be back next Friday at 11 a.m. to bring the state championship from 4A, the Skyview Bobcats and the Park City Miners. Have a great weekend, everybody. Everybody.